welcome to episode four of Jesse J's Pinball Adventures. I'm your host, Jesse J. And I'm your co-host, Ryan C. This is fantastic. You did it right this time. What did I call myself last time? Side bitch, I think. Side bitch. Something like that. You are my co-host. We are equals on this show. It's been, I checked this earlier today, Ryan, it's been 11 days since our last episode. We're really pumping out the episodes at the moment, despite the lockdown that we find ourselves in. I'll start with you first. Do you have any news from the pinball world? Nothing. Nothing at all? <laughs> That's nonsense. Uh, I mean, nothing Nothing significant. No, no new pinball machines have come out. No. Uh, we're in full stage four lockdown. Um, I recorded an episode with Marty and Jeff. That was a lot of fun. Yes. Final round, episode one billion. I think it's episode 14, actually. Yes, I listened to that. Um, we're going to talk about that a little bit later. Um, have you been playing anything? Do you have anything left at home? I have <laughs> a very small amount of pinball machines left. Um, I think I told you before, I just play Metallica anyway. So I play Metallica maybe once or twice a day, try and get it to crank it up. Okay, cool. So Ryan's weekend pinball has been basically that nothing happened at all, except do you want to break the exciting news or should I? You can go for it. Okay, so um, as we touched on last episode, I am <laughs> renting the shadow of Ryan for an exorbitant price, um, and that was delivered to me how many days ago now? Two days. So I now have the shadow in my apartment, which is hilarious because my apartment is approximately the size of a large cardboard box. <laughs> <laughs> So I had to fully reconfigure my living space to fit the shadow in my lounge room. And so now all I have in there is like a couch and the shadow. And and that's all I need because like we've talked about, we're in a serious lockdown at the moment in Melbourne. So the point of the story is the shadow's in my place and I've been spending a lot of time playing it and I have a lot of thoughts about it already. Well, this is pretty exciting because you've never owned a pinball machine before. Never. So, uh, and I don't think... I don't think you probably could have fathomed that, uh, you know, maybe three months ago that, yeah. No, no way. You have a pinball machine in your house. No freaking way. A lot of stuff has happened in the last few months in my pinball life. Like, I was thinking about this earlier. So it's about 25 years since I played my first game of pinball. It's about 11 years since I conquered Medieval Madness and joined the league. It's what, three months now since we kicked off the podcast, which, you know, has been unexpectedly... Three three months? No. Way less than that, two, surely. Two months now? I think it was June. Um, but anyway, so, you know, I'm really kicking some pinball milestones, and now I finally have one in my place, and as expected, it's consuming pretty much every waking moment of my life. <laughs> the Shadow and I are getting very well acquainted. I, I sent you a message yesterday... Jess, and I was just like, hey, like, since you only have one pinball machine, and since you can't really leave your house, and, you know, all these other things, maybe you should put a time limit on how many times you play this a day, just for your own sanity, and you're like, don't fucking tell me what to do. You're not my real dad, Ryan. Um, (laughs) I mean, we'll see how it goes, right, because, you know, with the lockdown, I'm not allowed to go anywhere, we're not able to really spend much time outside, so... It may well be that if I keep going like this, I will get sick of it. But at the moment, I'm at the stage where I'm like, okay, that's enough for now. And I'll go to walk away from the machine. And then I'm like, nah. And then I, you know, start a four-player game. Um, (laughs) (laughs) What? What? It just seems like... Have you been playing... Have you actually been playing more one one game at once? Yeah, sometimes. It depends what I'm doing, though. Like, if I want to focus on trying to get a good score or something, I'll just play one. But if I'm just practicing, like, skills or something, then I'll just play four. Okay. I was about to say, that's, that's a little bit weird. And possibly... I, 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 don't know, I don't know if that's frowned upon in the pinball elitism world, but it is a bit weird. Well, I think that, in my mind, it doesn't make sense to do it like that if I'm trying to actually achieve like a high school, or even just playing for fun, I'd rather just play one player. But if I just want tons of balls because I'm practicing something, then I'll just set it to four. I don't care what anyone... It's like since you don't since you don't like have anyone living with you and like no friends uh, except for Alec Baldwin, um, if you play a two-player game, you can just like pretend you're playing with someone like kind of like alter ego. That's really depressing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't think we're quite at that level of desperation yet. I do still have friends that I can ring on the phone. <laughs> they're just, yeah, they're not allowed to come over. So, like, no one can play pinball with you. You are alone in this pinball experience. And we're only two weeks into the into the six-week lockdown, so... I know. <laughs> Stay tuned I'll for next episode. I'll be completely insane by the end of this. I'll, I'll be, like, cosplaying as Khan. And... Yeah. <laughs> you haven't even watched the movie yet, have you? No, I haven't. I really need to. <clears throat> this actually relates to Final Round. So um, they've just put up a post this evening asking for people. So they've got their crap pinball, sorry, crap movie, great pinball um, poll going on. And The Shadow is actually a finalist with Congo. So they're asking for people to vote. And I was like, oh, well, obviously I'm going to vote for The Shadow. But I feel like it's actually a very unqualified opinion because, A, I haven't played Congo. And, <laughs> B, I haven't actually seen The Shadow movie. I've got I've got some great news for you, Jess. To have an opinion in in pinball media, and I'm like, or online, and when I say media, I'm like doing air quotation marks because the whole term is pretty still pretty bullshit. You don't need to have any credentials. You can literally like say whatever you want, and if you say it with like any kind of um, belief, and uh, yeah, it's it's an opinion. It's valid. Um, yeah. You're you're an expert. You're a pinball expert now. I am an expert, and I declare that the Shadow is the greatest machine of all time. But on a serious note, though, like I've spent a lot of time playing it just in the last two days, and like we've discussed, you um, have your Shadow. So this is your Shadow that I've got. It is set up quite aggressively. Like it plays very fast. It's very unforgiving. It is punishing me <laughs> at yeah. every turn. A lot of a lot of people have played my Shadow, like you know comps at my house i've never had it on location but i've had a lot of comps at my house you know the touring state champs and my shadow is is hard fast and brutal it's not just jess talking as a pinball newbie um it is hard and the flippers are insanely powerful and uh i think you got four shadow loops today and that's the most of anyone like the batteries have been in there and the high scores were reset but after how many like maybe three or four years of owning the machine the most loops anyone had ever done including Australian champions and like the best player in the country four four loops on my shadow and it was played a lot I've equaled that on my second day yes so congratulations (laughs) so maybe I'm not as much of a beginner as you think I am Ryan maybe my skills are actually a bit better than you give me credit for I feel like you don't overthink things. Like when I've watched you play and I don't feel like you really get nervous because I don't feel like you realize how hard certain things are. You showed me a video and I wouldn't have believed you if you just told me you did it. You showed me a video of you hitting a six-way combo on the shadow, which I don't think I've ever done. I think I've got like maybe five. So Yeah, but that's what I mean though. I think that like maybe you do underestimate me a little bit. Like I can... (laughs) The second day of playing this... No, I'm serious. Like I, like we talked about last time, though, I'm in a funny little kind of sweet spot where, as we have discussed, I can crush any of my friends who are not pinball people, absolutely crush them in any kind of competition, but coming up against you, or like you, you know, you've set, you set the grand champion score, which I'll probably never come close to. Um, so I'm kind of in this middle world. But I feel like... Um, at least now my skills are getting a little bit more reliable as well. Like I can pretty very reliably hit all the ramps on the shadow. And we're talking about super vengeance today. Like that's something that I'm doing all the time. I'm finding it quite easy to combo the ramps and then do it again and get super vengeance. Um, So, you know, there's some things that I'm good at. I just need some practice in others. Yeah. I mean, like (laughs) just, just recently, like you weren't, you didn't really know about like lane changes and stuff to like spell, spell stuff on the in lanes or up top. Yeah. Um, but, like, now you're probably doing that because you know, like, it's so mm-hmm. important on um, the shadow because mm-hmm. you spell Khan. And if you get into Khan yes. multiple, you're getting, like, every shadow's jackpot. So... Yes. <clears throat> okay, yeah, wait. Definitely. So before we move on, because I know we, like, probably talk about shadow for, like, half an hour. So in My that God. in that final round Facebook post, and <laughs> I hope Marty and Jeff don't get angry for me because I know they'll probably, like, read out this, this message... Um, a guy called Joe, who's from Canada, started bagging the shadow (laughs) and giving reasons why Congo is better. And you're still new to the shadow. You've only had it for two days, but I want to read out 
some of his points about like why the shadow is not a good pinball machine. Okay. And I want you to defend the shadow. And if you if you can't do it, or I think I'm gonna be better at defending it, I'll defend it. Okay. Okay. So the shadow, dark brooding Batman knockoff theme. Who who cares? Perfect. No one cares about that. Playfield artwork. Ugly, big, yellow taxi between the flippers with lots of dark blue all over. Okay, you know what? I'm actually... I don't love the taxi either, but what I do love is directly above that, you have the artwork of the shadow looking like a complete Freddy Krueger knockoff with, like, (laughs) the heinous face and then the big red scarf, which has all the light. You know, you've got to light all those modes for the final final battle. Um, That's cool as heck. So I'm not even looking at the taxi because I've got Freddy Krueger staring me in the eyes. Okay, creepy, unattractive back glass of Alec Baldwin's cold, dead eyes staring at you. <laughs> I was hoping you'd bring this up because this is actually something that I was going to bring up myself, um, which is that, so I put a picture on Facebook of the shadow in my place and someone was like, oh, the shadow, what a sick machine. First thing I would do if I modded it would be to get an alternate back glass. Now, Everyone seems to talk about this alternate back glass for the shadow, which I've seen. It is cool, but this might be an unpopular opinion. I actually really like the art, the original art on the shadow. Um, <laughs> Alec Baldwin is not my favorite actor, but I think he looks pretty handsome as he is. It's um, <laughs> it's just cool. It it's, it throws back to like if you with the alternate back glass, it just makes it too comic book. I think this is throwing back to like a bit of an older era. You know, maybe people think it looks a bit dated, but I think it looks freaking awesome. No changes required, thank you. The only other person that I have heard voice that same opinion, and I guess a lot of people would agree with you, but one person who violently kind of disagrees with the alternative translate is um, Dave, Dave Hashman, um, and he always brings it up, and it's just like, don't change it, it's the original. Um there's been a lot of discussion about it, and apparently, I remember, I think it was like Ben Heck talking about it. Like, he reckons that guys are like just super homophobic, and they don't like other guys staring them in the eyes. It's like <laughs> he's just like it's like a rule of pinball, like an unwritten rule of pinball and artwork: don't make males stare into your eyes. Like they have to be like looking away or. Um, (laughs) females yes uh, because like pinball is mainly made for dudes don't make other dudes on the back glass look into your eye come on surely we are not this insecure in our sexualities in 2020 that we can't deal with a dude looking at us from a 2d rendering of alec baldwin looking at us from the back glass when we're playing we're not even looking up there Jess, you're you're female. You're not a fifty-year-old uh, average pinball guy. Average pinball guy oh. is a fifty-year-old white dude. So we need to get a fifty-year-old white dude on the show, and maybe okay. maybe over Skype, I'll stare into their eye and see how long they can maintain <laughs> eye contact. Uh, so I mean, so you might be right. Like I can't speak for the majority of the pinball demographic, but if that's the reason, I think it's a crap one. And then <laughs> I am I am totally on board with all of the homo staring that we can possibly pack into a back glass. <laughs> homo staring. <laughs> yeah, get into it. It's a new term. It's a new thing. Okay. Um, average pin side price. I don't care, price. The battlefield of a play field is plagued by need of constant maintenance. It's an operator's nightmare. This is probably true, so let's, let's give them that. The switch on the habit trail on the left ramp can often cause ball hang-ups. This is also true. Mm-hmm. I've you notice this as well, so I've moved mine yeah. across a bit further. The ball can sometimes yeah. still jump over it, but the, there is a fix for that. It's just kind of like an unofficial fix. The magnet that pulls the ball into the sanctum wears the playfield down over time. Yes, the dirty True. sanctum. And I had to fix that before I sent the machine to your place um, yeah. because mine has a very slight bit of wear, but it was enough that the ball wasn't grabbing. So I just yeah. put some mylar over it, and it was a lot better. Yeah. It has, apparently, Jess, an annoying and difficult video mode. Totally disagree. Annoying and difficult. So we're talking about the Jewel of Wills, right? Yeah. The yeah. Perbar. The Perbers. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Um, no, totally disagree. I'm actually not a big fan of, of video modes, but I quite like that one. I think that it is sufficiently challenging, but it's still fun. It's not too hard. So I told you about the little trick where you can, like, 
the squeeze trigger. the trigger, and then it gets yeah. rid of everything for a little while, and then they, they come back like even faster and harder. Yes. Have you been using that yeah. or trying I to have. do it? I have. I've got a bit of a strategy, so I don't. I try not to use it until the point. You know, you're collecting points. As you, I try not to use that until I get up to like four or five million mm-hmm. on the collections on the screen, because otherwise it's too early. Um, but I haven't beat it yet. I haven't gotten all the way through it. Yeah. I, th- I think I've done it no, maybe once. It is very hard, but I, I do like that in a video mode. Like, there's nothing more boring than a video mode that you know you can, you know, 100% Yeah, that's why I enjoy time. it. I mean, like we've discussed, I, I like the shadow. I liked it straight away because it was hard. I like it because it's challenging, and yours, again, is extra difficult. Um, so I'm not – I don't want a video mode that's super easy either. Like, I want something that I can – struggle to beat and celebrate beating one day. And also there's daggers flying at you on the DMV. That's cool. What's annoying about that? That's cool. That's, I don't know. What <laughs> yeah. Fuck you, Joe. Yeah. Fuck you, Joe. Joe went to town. So we've got to keep it moving. All it, right. a- apparently Jess, it has uh, no multiple restart on any of the multiples. So multiple restart is when you try, you work towards multiple, you get into yep. it and you suck and, and, two of the balls drain, you're back to one ball play, but you, you didn't hit any jackpots. So yeah. a bunch of games in the 90s are just like, hey, hit this shot again and you can restart because you, you should at least try and get like one jackpot. Oh, okay. And you hit a shot and sometimes the entire multiple will restart or mm-hmm. it, it's a two ball multiple. Like, here you go, like try and hit something. So in this shadow, mm-hmm. there's none of that and Joe's a little bit upset about that. Well, Joe just needs to buck up a little bit because the shadow is a hard game. Deal with it. Like, <laughs> okay. There's no ball save upon the ball being released from the battlefield. A lock often results. Ah, no, no, sorry. What? Joe. Um, there's only there's only, now. <laughs> there's only one skill shot. Yeah. Well, there's kind of two skill shots because you can choose to go to the left or the right. Yeah, but you're still hitting the same ramp entry. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, but it's giving you options. Yeah. And the thing about that too is that is. So one of the things that's so brutal about the shadow is that there are so many dangerous shots, and that lamp, that left ramp is one of them because it's got those two standing targets that will kick out either straight down the middle or into an out lane yeah. if you don't get it exactly right. So I think that is actually quite a skilled skill shot to make. Ah, yeah, so and you've got, you've got ball save um, on. You, I put you on default settings. So in a comp, I will have ball save off. So it is yeah. like... Do you want to risk bricking the shot and draining and getting like zero, like whatever the stand up is worth, like 10 points and the mm. outlane switch for the chance to like for 10, 10 million points? Um, yeah. And it's no for me, it's yes for everyone else that plays a game and loses against me. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, the next one was modes are mostly impossible to complete in single ball play. I would argue that they are difficult, but not impossible. I completed Farley today, which is the most annoying of the modes. Um, <laughs> I don't think I have finished uh, Beryllium Sphere, the bomb. Completed that as well. The others, yeah, it's hard, but it's not uh, impossible. Yeah. I, honestly, I'm just real. I'm not on board with this Joe guy. Yeah. And he just needs to try a bit harder. He's a nice guy, though. Like, he... I'm sure he's lovely. His attitude just needs correcting. <laughs> His love for Congo needs correcting. I, I agree with you. The The modes aren't impossible. They're very hard. But you don't. there's no bonus for completing the mode, and there's no little crazy satisfaction. And you don't... Yeah, to get to the final battle, you don't need to complete the modes. You just need to start the modes. Um, yeah. So I, I see it more kind of like a little bit like Iron Maiden, uh, ahead of its time, where you, you can kind of, like, blow up a mode if you do well, mm. um, but you can mm. also hit nothing and, and suck. So yeah. I enjoy the modes. Maybe, I mean, and they're on timers, maybe a, a, a little software tweak that would be good is that, like, when you progress to the mode, it might, or, you know, hit a checkpoint, it'll add an extra 10 seconds or 5 seconds so you can keep on going. Yeah. Because there isn't much of a grace period. Yeah, one of the things I've been finding hard with the modes too is with the shadow is that you can start so many things at once. Like I think you can have vengeance and a mode and some other shit going on. Like they all stack on top of each other, and so. And yeah, the sounds, the sound, like the the vengeance mode sound will take precedence over the mode sound. So it's running in the background, but you've kind of got the dun 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 dun, and then you hit like Mongol, and then you can forget Mongols running because you know there's no sounds. Yes. Yeah. So So that can be hard. Yeah. Yeah. 
bad, annoying call-outs and a terrible sound like for Alec Baldwin. Wrong. The call-outs are fucking amazing. The call-outs are the best. I love nothing more than starting up the shadow and hearing, who knows what evil lurks in the heart of man. That's cool. That's so epic. Yeah. There's so many great... And when you finish the game, and he's like, coward, sissy, come on, play again. I'm like, oh, yeah, exactly. I will it's play so again. Even the um, the little Easter eggy kind of thing where you um, pull the trigger as you start a mode or extra ball, and it's, it's what does it say? Anyone for Peking Duck? Anyone for Peking Duck, yeah. Yeah, there's just so many cool little things about it. Yeah, no, I mean, I... This, this is this is versus Congo, and Congo does have pretty amazing call-outs from Ernie Hudson and a banging soundtrack, so it, it probably... Congo probably beats it in that in that respect, but we're not going point by point against Congo. We're we're talking overall, right? <laughs> mystery awards. Mystery awards are practically useless. Ah, uh, wrong. Wrong. Uh, brutal, brutal geometry, punishing post shots and ramp projections down the middle if not hit perfectly. Yep. Yeah, that's like that's what a good Agreed. game does, Joe. Um, exactly. <laughs> game is unplayable if either of the purple diverters don't work properly. That's true. Um. Yeah. can't access a lot of the game. Well, mainly just the vengeance modes um, yeah. if the purpose don't don't change. And vengeance is, I mean, for me at least, I've, like I said, I've been starting and completing Super Vengeance pretty reliably, which, you know, it awards you 100 million points. It can be risky, but I find it pretty reliable. I wouldn't, I think I'd find it really hard to play without that, definitely. All right, we're almost finished. Hang in there. Uh, final battle okay. wizard mode is impossibly hard, even for above average players to achieve. So I'm not sure if this means like getting into the mode or completing the mode. Um, yeah. But I don't. I'm not sure if I explain what you do in the wizard mode, but I don't think I want to tell you so you get excited once you get in there and fail. Okay. And <laughs> fail miserably. Um. Yeah. Don't tell me. I mean, I have tried deliberately not to research the shadow too much because I want to just play it. Um, and have fun with it. Although I do admit that I did watch um, Bowen Karen's Papa tutorial on the Shadow quite some time ago now. I haven't watched it again since I got the machine, um, but I do remember him saying that, I mean, even he had trouble with it in the tutorial um, and said, you know, it's not really a beginner-friendly machine. It's kind of a player's game for that reason. Um, and that the battlefield is just a crap strategy because it's so punishing. <laughs> yeah. um, don't don't try that for point scoring. I think he recommended from memory trying to just smash either Vengeance or um, the left orbit and then the inlane for Shadow Loops. Yeah. Um, which um, is really hard as well. Shadow, shadow Loops can be worth, like, I think, like, start off, like, 40 million if you hit a, hit a Shadow Loop. Um, or, uh, I don't... Actually... This is one thing that I should know about the shadow, but I don't. Sometimes when you hit, like, the left orbit and then a shadow loop, you can get, I think... You get a two-way like, combo. Yeah, and it's, like, 12 million, and then you hit it again, it's, like, 14 million. But there's a... I think it's, like, maybe if you hit two loops, so if you hit the left orbit and then a loop and a loop, the second loop is worth 40 million, I think. I don't think it's that high, because I've been hitting it quite a bit, and it's not... It doesn't score that highly. I know that some... I know there's a 40 million payoff for for some kind of loop. I, I said I should know this, but every, it happens so quickly, and the D and D animations are kind of like get get mixed up. So yeah. Yeah, I remember in Bowen's um, tutorial, he he says something to that effect as well. He's like, you know, a jackpot gives you 20 million, but this loop combination gives you more than that, which doesn't really make sense. Last one, the shadow. The shadow as a movie is awfully acted, an utterly dull superhero movie, which only made forty-eight million dollars at the U.S. box office. Fail. Yeah, that's the point. It's crap movie, great pinball. <laughs> yeah, Duh. Joe, take that. All right, <laughs> I think we've possibly talked enough about the shadow. <laughs> we we probably have. I mean, the point. All I wanted to say about it was I'm really freaking excited to have it. It's totally savage but I'm pretty excited to be the Shadow Loop champ on day two, and I think that I'm going to achieve great things having this somewhat indefinitely in my apartment. So thank you, oh, Ryan C. Oh, really? Somewhat indefinitely, hey? We're, we're putting yeah. it... <laughs> Only because we haven't set a return date. <laughs> Not because I can intend to keep it forever. As soon as you get the high score on it, it's gone. Okay, fair. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> Got to haul it back down the stairs, though. What? <laughs> Fuck your stairs. Um, 
what what's going on? What else has been going on in, in Pimmel that you want to talk about? Look, that's probably the majority of it for me. Last time we recorded, I was still in New South Wales and had plans to go um, back to Frankie's and play again. I was going to go to City Heroes as well, but unfortunately didn't make it. So pretty much all my pinball news is that. Um, I did listen to uh, Final Round, Episode 14, where you had a little chat about me. That was very sweet. Um, and another thing that they mentioned, actually, I just want to say before we get into this, that Jeff Teolis has, like, the most soothing voice in oh, podcasting. Don't, don't stroke his ego. It's already so fucking oh, big. It's, it is so beautiful, though. It's such a good voice. Marty's pretty good as well, but, like, Jeff could talk me to sleep in a, in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> You're lucky you added the in a good way thing. You'd be getting hate mail from Jeff Teolis immediately. Yeah, exactly. No, seriously, I find it really calming. Anyway, I love listening to those two. I think they're really good together. Um, Jeff mentioned that the first time Jurassic Park appeared in a tournament was last year. Yeah. Is that a new machine? Because I swear to God I remember that from a long time ago. Am I just manufacturing uh, pinball memories? No. I mean, like, they, they remake pinball machines. Like, if there's a, an amazing theme, like... Batman, they're like, let's make another Batman. Let's make yeah. another Batman. So was um, there an old Jurassic? Yeah, that's a Data East Jurassic Park. It's 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 ah. not a, it's not a bad machine. It's it's a, it's one of the better Data East machines. Okay, and so who made the new one? Stern. So Stern, like Data East, is Stern. They went through is. a bunch of name changes and yeah, ownership yeah. changes. Yeah. Okay, and so they just remade it. Yeah, they remade it. There's a couple of like, um, uh, what do they call them? Like call outs to the old one. So there's like chaos. Uh-huh. Uh, Chaos Multiple in the old Jurassic Park, and there's Chaos Multiple in the new Jurassic Park, and just like a okay. better, improved version of it. Um, yeah. Yeah. There's, okay, no, there's, cool. there's nothing in the old version that is better than the new version, except mm-hmm. for controversial opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Some of the artwork, like I, I don't know why. I just I'm not a massive fan of the back glass and cabinet artwork on the new machine. Okay. Um, and the, ca- the cabinet artwork for the old one, just, like, a completely black cabinet with a Jurassic Park logo. But that's what, I mean, like, that's what people recognize. Like, ah, Jurassic Park. Like, I know that because yeah. it's the logo. Um, whereas if you look at the artwork for the new one, the Jurassic Park, like, the ride, the the, the text for Jurassic Park is not even in, in the correct color. Anyway, oh. I it's it's just a nipping thing. Um, <laughs> everything else like is amazing. Right <laughs> Pardon? You sound a lot like Joe right now. Yeah. <laughs> Quit being such a hater. <laughs> Is that going to be our new thing? Don't be such a Joe. Don't be a Joe. No. Joe. I'm sorry, like, Joe, if you're listening. It's, it's so mean to pick on Joe because he's actually, like, one of the most positive guys in pinball. And he wrote, like, these amazing things about the Congo. He was just trying to prove his point that the Shadow is not as good yeah. as the Congo. But, yeah, don't be such a Joe. It's a new thing now. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Sorry, Joe. No, you know what? We should actually change it to don't be such a Ted because we spoke about Ted Nugent a lot in the last episode and it was pointed out to me via fan mail that Ted Nugent's actually a bit of a fuckwit. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know anything about Ted Nugent, but disclaimer i don't i don't support any fuckery <laughs> on any grounds like don't be homophobic let alec baldwin stare you in the eyes if he wants to don't be racist just don't be a dickhead so i think instead of saying don't be a joe we should make it don't be a ted in honor of ted nugent but what if people oh yeah well yeah or we can just not talk about ted nugent at all <laughs> <laughs> i guess I guess if we say don't be a Ted and we, we're not saying don't be a Nugent, then it could be any Ted. Yeah, exactly. Don't be a Ted is pretty generic. Yeah, and just the, the, the diehard fans that have listened to the first three, four episodes will know that it's don't be Ted Nugent, but we'll just say don't be a Ted. Okay, cool. All right, don't be a That's Ted. Right. It's settled. Don't be a Ted. Okay. <laughs> now, <laughs> now that we've got that sorted, <laughs> I've got a couple of things that I wanted to raise with you, Ryan. Yes. One of which is now you, you know, you fashion yourself as a bit of a repository, not suppository, a bit of a repository of pinball knowledge. And Dr. John has um, written to me with some pinball trivia. So I'm going to 
put you on the spot here and give you a bit of a quiz, okay? Are you ready? Go for it. All right. So Dr. John's quiz is a spinner quiz. So I will name a game, and then you need to answer what's on the spinner, okay? What's, what's what on the spinner? The picture. What, what is pictured on the spinner? Okay, yes. This is, okay. this is very hard for me. <laughs> I love putting you on the spot. It makes me so happy. Okay, number one, Tron. Oh, uh, Cora on the on Correct. the left. Um, mm-hmm. On the right, is it also Cora? <laughs> you know what? Bonus points for even saying right or left because John's just written Cora. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I know that one. I know that one. That's, that's, that's an cool. easy one. Good I job. own that machine. Number two is Johnny Mnemonic. Uh, it is a 320 gig oh. hard drive disc. Oh my god! The bonus points were for naming the number on it on the hard drive disk. So very well done. You get two points for that. Okay, Family Guy. Family Guy. Okay, it's on the right. I'm trying to picture it. It's Lois's face. Oh my god! You're smashing this. Okay. John and I are both so disappointed. <laughs> John's not here right now, but I know what he's thinking. Um, okay, four is Avatar. Ah, Avatar. Left and right are different. I don't even know where is it. Are they on the on the orbits? A- Awa Awa has heard you. You haven't played Avatar yet, Jess. Um, no. It's a pretty cool pinball machine, but then every once in a while, well, I think when you hit like the Awa targets, that girl in the movie screams, Awa has heard you. It just gets like really annoying the second that time, really annoying. and then the third time, yeah, it, and then it was annoying when you said it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> well, her voice is more annoying. And one day we'll talk about X Men and Storm's voice, like the worst okay. voice in pinball. Um, oh, a a flying little pterodactyl thing. What are they called? Like the <laughs> yes, the, correct. The, the, uh, what really? John's written it as the horse that they fly, okay. so I'm going to give you a point for that. <laughs> What's on the left side? On the right side, fuck, I don't know. So that is the right side. What's uh, on the left? Quick, uh, quick. What else is in the movie? I don't know, like one of their faces, like a blue face? No, wrong. It's an attack helicopter and an explosion. Oh, okay. Okay, we're going to speed through this. Five, Mustang. Uh, I don't know, like a Mustang car. No, it's a Mustang horse. Ah, ah, the lo- the logo, yes. Number six, Avengers. Pfft, oh, so, uh, the Captain America shield. Da da, it's the Black Widow symbol. Yeah, okay, I don't even know what that Seven. is. Seven, Akadaka, ACDC. I uh, should know this because I fucking have the machine. I know that yep. I know that guitar's fall from the sky when you hit it. Uh. Does it have a guitar symbol on it? Nope. Uh, give me one more shot. Does it? Does it say ACDC? No. Drum, drumstick. Down, down. <laughs> Too many guesses. What is it? It's Angus's face with an explosion. <laughs> I see a little I'm pattern back. here. Something with an explosion. I'm just gonna put explosion, yeah. and I'm gonna get, I'll get half points. Explosion. <laughs> okay. Eight. Indiana Jones. Apparently, only the stern version has a spinner. Ah, uh, I wouldn't have paid attention at all. I'm guessing a whip, or... It's a scorpion. A scorpion and an explosion? Yeah, and an explosion, yes. Is it? <laughs> no, just the scorpion. Okay. <laughs> okay, nine, Alice Cooper. Alice Cooper, it is... his. Uh, no idea. I've played John's Machine. Um, Alice Cooper's face? A, no, sp- a spider, a, a spider, a skull... It's okay. a skull with an explosion. An explosion. <laughs> okay, last question, number ten, Deadpool. Also in this machine, uh, it's a it's the disco spinner, but I don't think it has disco related stuff on it. I started so well, I got so confident, and then my brain. Yeah. Uh, but there's actually two apparently. Yeah, there's one in the middle. Ah, oh, the middle one is a Wolverine one. Yes. Good job. So it probably has Wolverine. And the left one's the Dazzler. So it has the Dazzler chick, possibly, or a disco ball. John's just... This is actually non-specific. He's just written laser etch pattern. Huh. Okay. <laughs> anyway, so you got how many out of ten? One, two, three, four, five. 
Five, that's not too bad. Five this out is of good. Ten. I like this segment. Yeah. Dr. John, just message Jess questions like this every week, and yeah, yeah. keep it keep it nineties onwards because I would, I would suck at any. I thought you were gonna start naming like because the ones from like the seventies and eighties were more kind of like I guess iconic because there's less yeah. going on on the on the pinball machine, so like people know what True. was on the pop bumper caps, people know what was on the spinner. Oh, wow. That's um, a lot of attention to detail. All right. Well, I'll, I'll ask John for something a little bit more obscure next time so that we can really smash you. <laughs> cool. Um, so that concludes the trivia section. Now, in just having a little bit of a foray into the world of social media, pinball social media, I've discovered what is my favorite pinball-related Instagram. And no, it's not Dead Flip, so I can stare at Jack Danger. It's <laughs> Cats on Pins. Have you seen this? No. Am I, I'm going to look it up now. Cats. Look it up right now. Pins. Cats on pins. It's just an Instagram account where people submit pictures of their cat on their pinball machine. Holy and it's shit. the best thing ever. 2,800 2, followers. That's pretty good for pinball. Hey, yeah, and there's a bunny on here. There's a bunny on here. Um, There's also like an opossum. <laughs> <laughs> if you go a bit further. Yep, I can see that. <laughs> There's assorted animals. It's not strictly cats. Huh. Um, but yeah, it's it's very, very good. Everybody needs to go and look at it immediately. My favorite is the picture of uh, a black and white cat sitting on Centaur. Centaur? Oh my god, I just clicked that. That is a great picture. I just clicked it right when you said it. Isn't it? I posted... Uh, did you see that picture I posted on Instagram a couple of weeks ago of a cat on um, Twilight Zone? No, um, well, you should submit it to Cats on Pins. Yeah, I should. Um, how do you, how do you, anyway, so do you they follow probably them and, like, and message them? Yeah, you just DM them your cat on the machine. All right, follow, I'll message later. Um, okay, yeah. I would like to give you, because you gave me the, a bit of a heads up on this section, um, yeah. this new <laughs> thing we're doing. So my Instagram social media account of the week is Purple Pimble. And I was alerted to this. <laughs> Um, page by Jeff. There's a lot of Jeffs in pinball. Uh, you, I think you only know Jeff Teolis. You might know Jeff from This Week in Pinball. But there's also a guy called... I just call him Generous Jeff. And he's, he's Jeff from a podcast that's been around for a very, very long time called The Pinball Podcast. Like, literally, like, when he started the podcast, it was like... There was no other podcast. You didn't have to think of, like, stupid names. It was just The Pinball Podcast. Well, it's really funny that you say that because when John messaged me about the trivia, he said, I originally did this quiz in 2016 on a podcast called The Pinball Podcast. There we go. He, he also notes that I don't think Ryan knew what pinball was back then. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, so people LED their machines, right? So machines yeah. up until maybe um, 10 years ago or maybe eight years ago, they had incandescent lights, uh, which means just like one color, which is like warm white. LEDs uh, started to um, get introduced into machines, or probably before that. I'm talking about when they officially, from the manufacturer, started to come about. Um, and more and more colors became available, and then someone was just like, hey, check it out, purple. Purple's a really cool color for pinball machines. It makes it look cool. Mm -hmm. And in pictures, purple can make pinball look awesome. <laughs> with the right amount when you're playing in person purple just like drowns out all the colors it's it's become kind of a joke like you perp the pinball um and that's okay. all this instagram account is and it's kind of like making fun of people who just over purple their pinball machine um whether it be a new mm -hmm. pinball machine or a classic pinball machine which like you don't fuck with the colors on like an 80s pinball machine like it has to be warm white if you're going to led it um and, like, there's a Flight 2000 here, which is just, like, all purple. Um, it's a great account. I recommend following it. They are not as popular as Cats on Pimples. Only 467 no. followers. Let's see if we can get that up to at least 469, maybe, an extra two followers. Yep. Um, purple. <laughs> I just followed. Yeah. Okay, there we go. Purple Pimple. We just need one more follower. <laughs> I'm really enjoying... Um, I see further down the page, someone's actually made, like, a little graphic of... A tub of like purple ice that says "perpet." Yeah, yeah, perpet. That's just, cool. just perpet. Just just put purple, just in your pinball machine and just make it disgusting looking and and submit your pictures to these guys as well. 
Did you do the hashtags on this account? Because this this is the kind of unhinged hashtagging that I would expect from you, Ryan C. It's got hashtag perp, hashtag perpet, perp water, Adam's family, so cold in the D, and can I smell your dick, whoop, whoop. (laughs) What? Which which picture is that? (laughs) The one that says perpet. I'm not going to mention what your social media handle is so that you don't get doxxed, but... I have seen your Instagram and the kind of hashtags that you put on your photos, and I would absolutely 100% believe it if someone told me that you wrote those. <laughs> um, I think the guy who run, who runs it, possibly, I'm not, I can't confirm this, is the guy who used to be on the, the Pinball Podcast. It was Jeff and another guy called a thing called Dom, and then he kind of mm-hmm. left the podcast, but I think he still runs this. Like, that's his involvement in Pinball, possibly, is just, like, running this. Anyway. Right. Okay. Cool facts. Cool facts. Um, I'm sen- I'm just <laughs> sending fine. you one more post. I know this is like probably like bad pinball uh, podcast content, um, but I just sent you on WhatsApp <laughs> my favorite post on this account, which is an Iron Maiden, and then <laughs> <laughs> and then a Sharpie, <laughs> and then the guy just colored in Iron Maiden like armor purple and he's done that meme where you like point to your head like yeah anyway (laughs) hashtag larry the cable guy hashtag yakuza six hashtag dank shit whoever is running this account is like my spirit animal (laughs) someone someone um email Uh, us at jessiejpimble at gmail.com and let us know who runs this account (laughs) Yeah, please write into us. And while you're at it, let us know what your favorite pinball Instagrams are, because clearly we're only just scratching the surface of the crazy, hilarious stuff that's out there. We just want, like, stupid shit. Exactly. Cats on pins, purple pins. Keep it on, on theme, please. Yeah. Now, speaking of stuff that's absolutely unhinged, this brings me to my favorite segment, which is shitty pinball themes, which may actually be good. Um... Before we get into my suggestions for this evening, I'd like to just read out a couple of suggestions that we got in our fan mail last week. Do you recall reading these, Ryan? I opened the email and I saw just a million, (laughs) just like a lot of text, and I'm like, I'll just wait till the podcast, I'm not reading any of this stuff. (laughs) Yeah, okay, so we got some truly, truly unhinged suggestions, most of which did come from one of my friends. Um, I'd like to read out some of those. (laughs) Okay, share house themed machine, and it's based around doing the dishes and leaving each other passive-aggressive notes. <laughs> a French Revolution machine where there's a big guillotine, and when you win, it decapitates Louis Sixteen. <laughs> wait, 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 there's more. <laughs> Just, I can't even say it. Just an extremely, extremely gay cowboy-themed machine. <laughs> isn't there, isn't there a movie one. for that? <laughs> there is, and I think we should license this immediately. Um, Who Dares Wins themed machine, and it somehow includes Mike Whitney. If you win, it gives you a $10 note. So <laughs> for anyone who didn't grow up in Australia, there was this amazing show called Who Dares Wins with a guy called Mike Whitney who just looks like a dad, like anyone's dad. <laughs> he and- looks like a dad. I was I had the hearts for Tanya Zayeta so badly. Tanya Zayeta was hot, wasn't she? So hot. And so the premise of Who Dares Wins was basically that they would get people to do they would just roll up to people on the street and get them to do like these low level dares. Like they'd put them in a giant paper bag and ask them to punch their way out um for like twenty bucks. <laughs> but then they would do crazy shit as well. Like do you remember Ryan, they used to get people to do I don't know, like Walking out over Tight a beam road. over a building and yeah. stuff. Yeah, I, I, man, I'm so hanging into watching that. I just want to like after this is finished, yeah. instead of editing this show, I'm just gonna go on YouTube and watch and Mike watch Whitney. And he was he was also Thanks. the judge on Gladiators. Yeah, Gladiators was a really really cool show as well. Fun fact: I think you've seen this photo, but before one of my fights, back when I was still fighting, I actually met. Vulcan from Gladiators because he was the promoter of the fight night that I was competing on. <laughs> small, small world. Anyway, back to the themes. Um, we've also got Battletoads, 
he suggested Avatar, which already exists. I need to I need to go back. And then my favorite one, a suburban dad themed machine, which features lawn mowing and barbecuing. <laughs> that would actually be now, pretty like. Well, it kind of sounds like King of the Hill, wasn't that King of the Hill? Kind of like just about being a suburban. Kind of. Yeah. <laughs> now, if you thought my themes were shit. <laughs> I just like to point back to some of these because they are truly awful. Thanks, Drew. But also truly <laughs> hilarious. Oh wait, there's more. I haven't even got. Oh my god. Isn't there like three emails or something? Yeah, there's more. Okay, what else have we got here? Some of these are incredibly obscure and specific to growing up in Australia and or Newcastle. Skip, skip. Um, <laughs> yeah, so we're not going to get into those. But one of the one of the ones in here that I thought was actually really cool would be the Warriors pinball machine. Is that the movie, the New Zealand movie? No, that's Once We're Warriors. The Warriors is from, I think it came out in the 80s. It's about, like, all different gangs fighting each other in Coney Island. Have you seen The Warriors? I feel like if they're going to do gangs, they just do an NWA pin. And then we can, then we not, get, like, two birds with one stone. It's really not the same. <laughs> Rap at and all. gangs at the same time? Come on. I feel like you're kind of getting into politically sketchy territory. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be a Ted Ryan. East Side versus West Side, Tupac versus Biggie. Mm. Come on, they actually got shot. Like you were talking about, Fifty Cent getting shot in the face. Like, tell me that's not gang related. You think he just gets shot in the face? Like, I won't be a Ted. Mm. Let's just skip over that. This is fraught. No, the Warriors. Okay, you're just going to cut out that entire section. Um, <laughs> the Warriors is a really cool movie. It's about all these different gangs fighting each other, but. There's, like, the Baseball Furies, for example. They're a gang that dress up as baseball players with really cool face makeup, and uh, it's just epic. So I think that would be a good, a shitty but actually good pinball theme. Um, The other alternative I have is Australian politics because Ozpol is, like, absolutely off its nut. Um, (laughs) We could have a special mode for, like, eating raw onions Bringing a lump of coal into Parliament. Who ate? Um, who, oh, sorry, know, who ate onions? Our former Prime Minister Tony Abbott. When? What's the What's the he reference? Ate, <laughs> oh my God! Did you miss this? So Tony Tony Abbott went out on like a presser to a farm, or something, and he took a raw onion and he just bit into it like it was an apple, and it actually started off this viral trend called "Put Out Your Onions," where people were hanging bags of raw onions, brown onions, on their doorsteps to protest Tony Abbott's election. What? Why? Why did he do that? Because he's a lizard man. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I I don't know. I can't answer that for you. Why would anyone ever bite a raw onion? Okay. Moving on. So, point being that a lot of really weird stuff has happened in Australian politics, and I think that that could make a good pinball too. <laughs> yeah. How, well, I mean, how do you do that in a mode? Like, eating an onion. Like, pick up the onion and then and then hit the ramp to, like, put it in your mouth, take a bite, cry. Yeah. I don't know how we do that in a mode, but you know what would be a really good mode was, uh, would be former PM Bob Hawke. You know the famous footage of Hawkey downing a yard glass of beer? That was so good. So good. You could make that a hurry-up mode. Yeah. The, like the amount of switches. The yeah, yeah. In 15 seconds to finish Bob Hawke's yard glass of beer. <laughs> oh, and the, the Australian guy who got lost out at sea, he went for a swim and he just never came back. Yeah, Harold Holt, who they named a swimming school after. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, for just to educate everyone on Australian politics, like, from was it in the 60s or 70s? It was a long time ago. Um, it was well before I was born, so I can't help you there. Yeah, you, got, you guys in the US, like, you've had JFK, like, assassinate, like, it's so iconic, and that's how he died. We've had a prime minister go out for a swim in the ocean and just never come back. He never came back. <laughs> that's it. It's like... He... I just think it's so crazy that he, you know, presumably drowned in the ocean and then someone had the audacity to name a swimming school after him. Is it a, is it, wait. Like, would is, you send your kids there? Well, it's, it's kind of like, I mean, like a blind as a bat, like a uh, clean as a whistle, the Harold Holt swimming school. Like it just, yeah, it's a thing. <laughs> okay. Oh, it's actually in Victoria too. It's in Glen Iris. Cool. So, you want to pop over there? Sure. <laughs> so, 
So um, that wraps up my contribution for Shitty Pinball Themes this week. Do you have any that you'd like to chip in, Ryan? No. No, I don't. I'm just looking at cats. Like, the entire time you're talking, I'm just looking at, like, cute cats, and I I submitted (laughs) my cat. So you'll see. If you're following that, it'll be on soon. You've checked out now. Yeah. All right, well, that concludes my contribution for this week anyway. I Pretty much all I have to talk about and all I care about is the shadow. So if you guys need me, I'll be staring very homosexually into Alec Baldwin's eyes. Well, it's not homosexually because you're of the opposite uh, opposite sex. So Okay, fine. I'll st- What's the woman's name? Starts with M. Is she staring in your eyes? Oh, I, I'm going to go to the lounge room right now just to find out. <laughs> I thought you live in a cardboard box, like you should be, like be able to see the shadow at all times. No, she's kind of looking disapprovingly off to the side. Yeah, they they mucked so up. I, it I should can't. have been the male doing that, and then the female. Anyway, I, now I, that I'm if looking you... at it, Alec does make like pretty stern eye contact with you. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Now you're like, I'm feeling uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm all, all about it. I'm gonna be here for a couple of hours. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um. Yeah, if you don't like our talk about the shadow, probably unsub from the podcast because it's just as only machine. So we're going to be talking about it probably every podcast from here on in. I mean, I feel like you're just going to be hearing about my latest achievements. Like, you know, today I was just messaging you how sad I was that since you've re- reset the high scores, like the lowest rung on the leaderboard is 550 million, and I got 547. What, what did million? I get? I put up I put up like one one game before it left my place. What, what, did I get the GC? Yeah. Or, yeah? I think it was 726. Okay. Yeah, I got a lot of extra balls with that. I'm really upset that you did that, because now I have to look at your initials every time I start up the machine. <laughs> <laughs> it's a challenge. You just got the machine. I will, you it, it's literally You're literally like two Super Vengeance away from, from being that, so it's fine. That's true. Okay. Well, and, that's, that's what I'm going to have to do before you get it back. Yeah. All right. All right, that's episode four of Jesse J's Pinball Adventures. Uh, you can email us at jessiejpinball at gmail.com. That's J-E-S-S-Y-J-A-Y-P-I-N-B-A-L-L at gmail.com. Don't spell it wrong. Don't, yeah, Jesse's with a Y, not a I or a whatever the hell Zach did the first episode. <laughs> yeah. All right, bye forever. Bye forever. Bye. <laughs>